I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Like women in childbirth need the gas and air. I was like, I feel like I'm at a festival. <gasps> this is absolutely brilliant. I was like, can you buy this for home? Like, where can you get this? Hello, everybody, and welcome to Vicky Patterson, The Secret 2. This week, I am joined by podcaster, presenter, entrepreneur, and all-round yummy mummy. It's none other than Vogue Williams, everybody! Woo! Hello, woohoo! Let's woohoo ourselves. Yeah, you've got to. I do. I do miss a good studio audience just for the woohoo. I know. It kind of makes me embarrassed. You know, when you have to walk out in front of an audience and you're like, "Hey, I hate that. It's my worst." Honestly, Can't oh, do it. I did catchphrase last night to no audience, and that's even worse. Because oh. have you ever had? Well, you obviously you've experienced it, but you know when you tell a joke and. There's nobody there to laugh me. So, like, I'm just in my own head, like, oh, God, was that funny? Was it not funny? And, like, the cameramen do their best, but <clears throat> does nothing for your self-esteem. No, it's not enough. No. no way. I always laugh at my own jokes, though. I think it's really important to laugh at your own jokes, or nobody else will laugh. Self-love, Vogue. Yeah. It's so important. Exactly. Too right. I always like my own Instagram pictures. Is that, is that No, is you it? don't. Oh my God, I'm going to look at your Instagram now. Do you? Oh, all of them. Like, I just like to get the ball rolling, mate. <laughs> I'm actually going to look at that. My mom used to do that. And I was like, mom, no, you can't do that. Oh no, is this like a I, real social media? Do. Oh no, I liked that one. <laughs> is it I a love real? that dress. Oh, how nice, mate. So nice. Just a little paid post, that number as well. I love it when it works Was out it? like that. Like you actually love what you're oh promoting God, as well. Yeah, it's fab. Because I, so I tried to find that one. I could only find the short ones. Yeah, you do a good paid post. Well done. I love that though. I think that you can see through that when people... Like some people I watch and I'm like, oh my God, they're literally sneering at the camera because they hate the product. And I'm like, do you need the money that bad that you have to promote something you literally can't stomach? Uh, Whoa. I couldn't do it, mate. I got, right, so I got approached um, last year. Was it last year or was it this year? God, all my years are just like merging into one. This fucking lockdown's done <laughs> such a number on me. Damn COVID. So yeah, so I um, got approached and my agent, you could see she was like so tentative about it. She was like, body form want to know if you want to promote period pants. And I was like, oh no, hang on a second. Do you think I'd be embarrassed? I really fucking do want to promote period pants. 
And she was like, what? I was like, mate, right? Like, Vogue, even before Joanne told me the story about that fucking tampon, right? I hate tampons. I hate them. And then, Do you? Yeah, mate. I just, honestly, if something's going up there, you best believe it's sex. That is the only reason I'm getting something up my nun. I hate tampons. I love a tampon. What? No. I can't believe you. I just know. Just tell me why your reasons for, like, what are your reasons for liking tampons, though? Okay. I, <laughs> I just can't, like, sit in my own period. So you're on juices. Like if I, yeah, if I have a pad on, I feel like it's just sitting there for the day. Yeah. Like, I'll wear the odd panty liner to catch any excess. <laughs> but, like, a tampon for me. Now, I did once put a tampon in. I had Gigi and I really lost the run of myself because I had a really good birth with her. So I was, like, back, like, on the bike after two weeks. And I was, like, <sighs> going swimming. And I was, like... I better put a tampon in because you, you're like you're heavily bleeding for like three weeks and I was like I'll put a tampon in well did you regret I've never felt pain like it oh, so I, was just like, I was like how am I going to get it out how do I get it out I remember sitting there being like Stan please I can't get it out it's too sore that was my only bad tampon story but that's my own fault two weeks after giving birth don't use tampons then yeah but then you can be forgiven I think for just assuming oh everything's fine because I've often thought this about you and commented on it on yet like I remember when I seen you at the Pride of Britain the other week I was like how quick do you snap back after kids, man? Like, honestly, mate, I'd forget I'd had a baby and all if I was walking around with me fucking size six abs loose. I'd be like, what, a child? No, that can't be me. I'm fucking lush. It looks like that, but you kind of, no, it took me, uh, it does to get exactly where you used to be, but I have this thing, right, um, and it's when, like, you know, as a woman, you're never that nice about your own body. Oh, I know. I, we can be cruel, can't we? Yeah, we can be mean, but I have gotten to a point, right, where I've been like, God, actually, I actually look quite good. As soon as I say that, I'm pregnant in a week. I swear to God, I get to like my perfect body and then I'm like pregnant. It happens every time. So, uh, it's so slow, mate, in it. I know, it always is. I'm like, oh, great. And then you're like, I'm like training and I'm like, what's the point? It's just like, it's all, that's it. It's gone. There go the abs. You watch them disappear one by one. It's, it's so actually good easier good second, to, third time round even. Jeez. What? It's easier. To, to it's, it's easier to pregnant. put on weight. Oh, but you see, mate, that doesn't surprise us. So my agent has kind of had kids at exactly the same time as, as you nearly every time. Like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah honestly, she's, well, she's a bit ahead of you on this last one. She's about to drop with her third. But I'm yeah, so I mean, I remember, I remember seeing her in the summer. I went to Friends Fest and my mum was like, when the fuck is Gemma due? And I was like, oh, not until like November. She's like, she looks ready to pop now. I'm like, mum, will you shut up? <laughs> but like, she does. Like, I just think like your body gets, I suppose, in the same way, like when you train and stuff, it gets conditioned to look a certain way. Like well, the more babies you have, the more conditioned it is to look like that, right? Yeah, it just it pops way quicker. Ooh. I love your mom, by the way. Oh, she's classy. we've had conversations about your mom since the Pride of Britain. She's so we love her. <laughs> oh, um, thank you, book. Honestly, you was so nice to her. Like some people at events, you know, and like I'm, it's obviously not the majority. The majority of people in our industry are so lovely, but yeah. sometimes you meet people who are like only really interested in talking to you or like to another famous person or even someone who they think's more famous than them and it's so gross yeah. but you and Spen were like so <laughs> genuinely lovely to me ma'am like we've got so many cute pictures and everything one way waiter one way Spencer really looks like me mom's waiter 
he's like holding an apple crumble and he's got the little dinghy board and I'm like mate you look like a server this evening well he was literally eating everybody else's food before they got to, had the time to arrive Jesus can't actually bring him anywhere oh, that God. is so true about events though some people are like that I hate that though I hate that within the industry no. like when people are just like that it's like oh no or when people lose the run of themselves really quickly and you kind of watch it happen and it's like oh you, things aren't going to go well yeah, for you you're headed for a really abrupt and very sobering fall from grace mate like trust yeah. us I often think that and I never experienced that and I kind of don't think you did either because I know we're paid what dues mate and like in very different ways of course but with Geordie Shaw so I literally was just talking to my, like, my producer about this this morning like 12 years ago now I first started yeah years. first started the Geordie Shaw oh, process so 10 years ago from it like well 10 and a half years from it was on West Screens but 12 years I started the process and I think like for a lot of that time the show was re was just growing but was also yeah. like very divisive like you know we had our I used to love Geordie Did, Shore Irish I people got a real it. kit out of it I think that might be the drinking <laughs> culture vogue I don't want to make a sweeping generalisation <laughs> they're, they're on the sesh again yes. look at the <laughs> where we don't have drink problems <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're worse than us <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like growing up, growing up in the industry with that kind of attitude like it wasn't like we were just adored by everyone and we didn't just have like millions of followers overnight like we had to kind of hustle and grow and like yeah. forge good relationships and, and kind of convince people why he had to stay and that we weren't all just hard partying like bad influences on your younger kids you know so I feel like we never got that moment where we're like oh god we're the shit like we're oh, no. you know but you watch these people who and again like I'm making like a sweeping generalization because loads of Love Island and people and all these people are so lush but you know when you yeah. go on a show like that and like overnight within six weeks you've got like a million followers and everybody knows know. like everything about you and sometimes they can lose touch with reality i think definitely and i think like it's I do, yeah 100 percent. but i know people that are working in the industry and then you don't see them working so much anymore and it's like mm. i kind of have seen the way you've been towards people and that's why you're not working anymore because you just can't ever think that you're better than anyone else because of what you're doing oh. I hate that bullshit no I know me too and it's so weird right because literally last podcast I did I had the lads from five on oh I love them so ah. fucking good there's only three of them now but in my opinion it is probably the best three where did the other two go oh they fucked off sick of the shit apparently <laughs> <laughs> who's left who's left so Jay and Abs have left oh god yeah, yeah. That's, that's grand yeah it's not grand a, not a bother and honestly the three that I left like Richie Scott and Sean and they were so lovely on, on the phone but what I said to them was you know I remember hearing um, the reason Take That had got their like second chance was because when they were a boy band they said all their pleases and thank yous you know they were polite and treat everybody the same whether it was like a runner or a CEO whether we're talking to Simon Cowell or like Dave the T-boy you know um, yeah. and then all those years later god I hate you my love I hate <laughs> you my love you are a bad animal um, but then all those years later Dave the T-boy all those people had worked their way up the industry and they'd ended up being the people who were the CEOs the, the yes. big bosses they were calling the shots and they remembered how take that it made them feel and I thought that is a lovely little message for everybody who 
is potentially not treating everybody the way they'd want to be treated and you know sort of thing yeah but you all have to start somewhere like and like even I remember waitress I did loads and loads of waitressing and just some people just being arseholes when you're just trying to do your job I just hate that just be nice to people and um, I heard a story like that as well from a from a channel Four commissioner actually who uh who was a runner and someone was an arsehole to him on the show he was working on and then he obviously was a commissioner and then this guy had had a fall from grace and was coming back with show ideas and your man's like yeah oh no, get a fuck me fuck you you're not getting it <laughs> but it's so true and it's such a lovely way to just like put that story into a picture like i've always been like treated people how I wanted to be treated like almost to a fault because yeah. you don't always get it back but you hear stories like that and you think no I'm doing alright I'm doing the right thing 100% and you've been in the industry I can't believe that's like 12 years since Geordie Shore that's mental it's terrifying and you think no it can't be and then like I wake up in the morning without my makeup on and I think no it definitely is hun <laughs> <laughs> I kind of do you know what I don't associate you with that anymore isn't no. that weird because Spencer hates that he's still like associated with yeah. um, Maiden Chelsea so much um, but like he kind of is and I feel like he always will but like when you mentioned Jodie Shore I was like god yeah she was in Jodie Shore yeah. you kind of forget because then you left like that must have been terrifying to think about leaving when it was such a big thing at the time do you know what mate it took a real leap of faith on my part and like I was like I've spoke about this before so I'm not saying any, you know I'm not saying anything I haven't said but I was really unhappy and like with Made in Chelsea and Towie and all those other shows like you kind of film your scenes and then you go home like they give yeah, you they give you yeah. your phone back you go back to your mum and dad and you tell them about what happened it's like a job right and it, it does it has finishing times and all the rest of it and you're able to you're able to separate your genuine reality from what the show says, you know? Yeah. But on Geordie Show, you are taken away from, like, your friends and family and put into a house for, like, six weeks, two months, no phone, <sighs> no contact with the outside world. Like, I remember one of the breaking points for me was I got caught, like, reading a book, which, which, oh, yes, book, which they were like, it's off-brand! Someone take Vicky's book away! And I was like, <laughs> oh, no, fuck this. Like, I'm not telling young women it's not all right to read. So bad. Um, oh my god and of course by that time I was like 27 and I wanted the things that most 27 year old girls want like I wanted a nice boyfriend and a nice house and I probably didn't want to live with like eight people that I worked with you know it's so bizarre so I am even though everyone around me was saying like stay there's nothing else for you and I had these really terrible agents at the time who were saying the same thing like yeah like what will you do you know And, and I was like I don't know, but I know this isn't serving me anymore. Like, if, if MTV don't want to give me a show, like, I'll find one somewhere else. And I took a real leap of faith, and I was nine series in, and I was just so over... Nine. Yeah, Jesus. just so over the format. I was a lot older than, like, the rest of the girls as well, you know. Like, I think by a good three years, which, when you consider, like, when women start to want to have kids and their mind starts to change, like, it was just a very yeah. pivotal moment for me, so... That's kind of when you actually start growing up. I was talking yeah. to Spenny about that as well. But when do you become an adult? And, like, the, the age is actually 18, but I'm like, nah, no, right? We're 27, 28. Yeah. For <laughs> girls, but I read somewhere, men mature at 37, mate. Yeah, I could I could believe that. Like, <laughs> honestly. Spenny now? Spenny, what age is he? 33. Do you know, he arrived home. I got an Fairness. I was six, so I couldn't go. Yeah. He went to Winter Wonderland last night with tea, and he <laughs> arrived home with this, like, 
six foot banana and this huge husky teddy. I'm like, I won't even be able to give those things away. We're stuck with them. Why did you bring them home? Just all of this crap. He's like delighted. In your head, you're just thinking four more years. Four more years till he matures. Four more. Yeah, God, it is four more. Oh, yeah, you're nearly you there, that. babe. Like, He's kind me. of matured a bit more now because he stopped the drinking. Hi. So I think thing. he was, uh, I think that was kind of a real detriment to him when he was drinking. And now he's kind of like, and I suppose I don't really drink that much anymore either. I'm a bit of a binge drinker. Yeah. So I'll go out the odd time and then I die so much. I'm like, oh, Jesus, I'm not doing that again. And three weeks later, I'm like, oh, I'll do it again. <laughs> you've just got to get far enough away from the incident. So it's like you've, you've romanticized yeah. it like I do that. Like literally, it's just been, I've just turned 34. So I've had like, and also I always think, Vogue, on my birthday, like, for years, I was in Geordie Shaw when it was on, so I never really got to celebrate it properly with my friends and family. Then, of course, yeah. like, the juggernaut that was the jungle took over, so I was doing that. Then I was presenting the after show. Then I always keep, like, my finger on the pulse, and I'm always, like, presenting bits on this morning, so I'm trying to keep, like, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed so a big sesh is out of the, out of the question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this year, I was like, no, fuck it. Like, I'm going in. So I've been celebrating for, like, three weeks, right? I have seen it. <laughs> be sick of the sight of us even on my last post I was like even I hate you Vicky <laughs> even I hate you now so yeah but I, I think like today I'm like I never want to drink or eat cake ever again but I know in my head it's going to take me about 14 days two weeks till I've romanticised it all and been like drink, oh. drinking was brilliant you had a great time do it again yeah, do you remember how much fun you had then? Like, you, even my, yeah. my sister's living, but like, she's living with us at the moment till then. Um, Is this Amber? Yeah. Okay, I've heard she, about her I, running into fucking Lewis Capaldi, was it? Oh, Jesus, yeah. Well, that was her first night over. Baptism of fire. <laughs> and she's like, she went out with my cousin, who's a bit wild, but he's 27, so he's allowed to be wild. And so I was watching her and I'm like, God, I must have had a couple of glasses of wine now. And she went anyway to some random club in Piccadilly. I was like, Amber, that's like going to Temple Bar in Ireland. <laughs> like, where are you going? And then she said all she can remember is Lewis Capaldi, like looking at her, kind of shocked because she was so pissed no. but she had a good night out she's only in London for a month I'm like go out and do stuff like that you have to go out and get pissed but um, I love that your dog is doing I'm really <laughs> sorry dog. like it's just this is who he is and like I've, I've just got to accept like he loves mummy so much and he has a little bit of separation anxiety so this where's Urkan oh you fucking tell me mate honestly useless cunt I can't even Who's we were a big fan of him as well he's so nice oh well I'm not going to tell him that because he's fucking full of himself you know <laughs> they're all full of themselves Spenny would eat himself if, if he was chocolate <laughs> come on Milo so uh, in Urkan's defence he did take him on a walk this morning but <sighs> I had to stop. I had to stop giving when he so because we always give him the kids leftover food, and like everyone was like, "Oh Jesus!" They'd walk in, they'd be like, "Winnie has put on so much COVID weight." I'm like, "Oh God, is he that?" Because you don't notice when they're with you all the time. I'm like, "Oh no!" So Winnie gets no leftovers anymore. <laughs> Do you know what? Like I'm so scared about Milo being a fat boy because obviously, like I'm a huge eater and I've had to work like really hard over my life to like control me curves I think do you know because I would just eat and eat and eat and eat and eat and I'm much more relaxed now I'm older and I do love a good sausage roll and I do love a good fucking chocolate bar I'm not gonna lie <laughs> but Urkans from a huge Turkish Cypriot family and they're like 
all about food so he'll eat and eat meat oh, as well oh, it honestly is lush like we all went to shish the other week but like I'm the, they're the type of people like is that, that the shish place yeah. that I, oh my god yeah. I love when people post stories from there because I'm like what are they eating <laughs> I'm never going to go there it's like practically in Dublin to me like it's it too far away so far babe honestly like I dragged him to fucking West London the other night for my birthday dinner and he was fuming the whole way like it's he's like why far. have you picked this I was like because I really want to go to Daphne's it's fancy we're going but yeah he whinged the whole way so Daphne's I is amazing <gasps> so nice mate but I made the mistake of going a bit titty like not like, what does that mean? Like a, a bit, bit titty. A bit titty, like... Oh, oh, yeah. With the ladies up a little bit, because, like, it was my birthday. And um, I walked in, and, like, I had a big fur coat on and stuff, and, like, these like this little red dress with a bit of bust. Which, of course, when you've got boobs my size, it's never just a bit of fucking bust, is it? It's total tit. Yeah. So I went in and then took my coat off, and I just felt everyone go, <laughs> like, all eyes on me, literally. And I was like, oh, Vicky, you're not in Essex anymore. <laughs> I love that though I love when I go out and I see people dressed up to the nines I think it's fun yeah. because especially not saying that we're well we are kind of old but like like that's our night out now yeah no <laughs> you've got to dress up for a restaurant or the, otherwise you'll never get dressed up but that's it it's like this was and that was my big birthday with him and I kind of wanted to be really like sexy and all the rest of it and like Honestly, I just spent the whole night being like, fucking hell. And like staring out weird old men. Like, yeah, mate, all right. Like half the population has them. Fuck off. I wish I had them. I've only got pets. I kind of have them now with the pregnancy. Thank God. Finally. (laughs) Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Oh my God, right. So I know I've congratulated you privately about (laughs) this, but let me just take the opportunity on air to say a huge congratulations, mate. Thank you. Are you you buzzing? We're so, so happy. But like, I feel like... Uh, that's all I say to people I'm like I'm pregnant or breastfeeding all the time for like the last like five years and my friends are like oh and me and my friends at home are trying to time it so like we'll we'll have a big like go out yeah. together and get absolutely pissed and then one of us ends up getting pregnant so like there's loads of us that have never gone out and now I'm pregnant again but I kind of I kind of want them close and I like we're so like tired and just like this it's really full on that I'm like do it all at once and like Theodore and Gigi are best mates now and it's so cute like he comes home from nursery and he's like running around the house looking for her to give her a hug and she's delighted and it's just like it's so nice so uh, I don't know about four we always said four and now I'm like 
Three is a nice number. Yeah, honestly, I do think three is a nice number. And like, who who knows what the future holds? Like, fucking hell, three could yeah. make your family feel so complete and so perfect. Yeah. And if it doesn't, like, you are still young. Like, fuck me, you were class pregnant, mate. Like, <laughs> I would, ju- I'd just be like, right, I'm here. <laughs> well I'm the more. worst <laughs> pregnant person in the world. Honestly. Oh, okay, so do you just look really good, but the behind the scenes is a total shit show? Oh my man, I'm so I whinge all the time. Is it bad like, that that makes me feel better? Oh, I know. Do you know what? When people are like to me, I love being pregnant. I'm like, really? What part of it? What part do you love? I'm just sick all the time. Like, really, like, morning sickness is kind of all day sickness. Like, you're just, you constantly are trying to, like... Yeah, I heard that that was such a lie. It's such a bullshit lie. Like, I could wake up in the middle of the night feeling sick and I'm like, okay, I have to get up now. And I just, like, I try and eat something. But, like, I've got tablets, thank God. So uh, I, I wake up and I just take the tablets and then you, you kind of feel a little bit better. But, no, worst pregnant person ever. So I'm glad I make it look like I'm yeah. not. You make, <laughs> it, spend it. you make it look so effortless. Like, if I didn't know you and like you and know you were such a nice person, <laughs> I would fucking hate you. <laughs> I would just be like, here well, she goes again, smug cunt. She looks class. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone listening? I feel like shit. Don't worry. I permanently feel sick. It's grand. Oh, mate, it's all <laughs> under the foundation. I'm green. <laughs> My mate once told me, and I don't know how true this is because obviously I haven't started having children yet. But she told me that the harder, so you either have a hard pregnancy or a hard labour. So you don't, like, yeah. you know what I mean? You tend not to have both. And I remember telling this to my sister when she was like 49 <laughs> months pregnant, completely hating her <laughs> yeah. life, was yeah. like ready to just like drag it out of her herself. And I was just like, but you know what they say, Laura? That if you have a hard pregnancy, you have an easy labour. Like Laura literally had the worst labour ever. ever. Oh, it was no. fucking horrific. And like, I, she, it was the first thing she told me after. And she was like, remember what they say to me? <laughs> I have to say, I have had good labours, oh, which good. is quite nice. Yeah. Um, we actually had a really nice day with Gigi, which is a bit weird to say. But, like, I'm not one of those women... Well, I suppose I was at the start. I was like, I don't want to take... I don't need an epidural. Uh, I'm going to be fine. Literally two hours in, I was like, I'll have it. I'll have it. Where is he? <laughs> Put it in the, my brain! <laughs> oh, my God. It's so, But the gas and air... I read this thing mm. as well about the gas and air being terrible for the environment. I'm like, seriously? Like, women in childbirth need... The gas and air. I'm not accepting it. I, I do my recycling. I'm having the gas and air. Mate, are you mad? But, like, I'd be mainlining heroin. I'd be like, just fucking put it in my veins now. I can't do it. So, but I can't even describe the gas and air. Maybe it's because you don't drink for so long. I was like, yeah. I feel like I'm at a festival. This is absolutely brilliant. I was like, can you buy this for home? Like, where can you get this? They're like, no, you can't have it at home. I was like, okay, I'll just use it all day. <laughs> I've heard such contradictory reports about the gas and air and maybe anyone who's listening really? to this can let me know like where they stand on it if they've had kids so some of my mates are like oh it's the most amazing feeling in the world and I was like chasing this um I was chasing rabbits on a jelly bean <laughs> spaceship and my boyfriend was behind me on the je- and I'm like whoa I want gas and air <laughs> but then other ones of my mates who in my opinion have led like slightly a wilder lifestyle yeah they're like it's fucking shit <laughs> <laughs> doesn't even touch the sides and I'm like hmm, I'm spotting a theme here guys 
It's so good. I love it. That's what I'm most looking forward to. Come April. Brilliant. I'm hitting up the gas and air. It's so good. Oh, bless you. I feel like, honestly, childbirth for me. And I know I'm like... I keep putting it off because I'm so scared of it. Like, I'm such a fanny mate. Like, I am such a girl. Like, I'm so whingy. I can't deal with pain. I've got the lowest pain threshold. And I know I haven't had the best luck with fellas, but it does finally feel like potentially I've, I've found the one. And we're Oh, all... definitely. I love him. He's so... Like, I'm falling out with him at the minute. I'm not speaking to him. That's why I'm being so nasty about him. But I do normally I'm pissed love off him. at Spenny as well. Woohoo! It must be something in the air, mate. I swear to God. Honestly, he's just got so on me tits this week. I really just wanted to fucking kick him out. <laughs> you have to be like that every so often and I said that to my sister I was like of course you fight with people you spend yeah. loads of time with you spend all your time with them like you're not going to just be best mates all the time people drive you mad it's just myself also mad. not realistic to expect that either like and I think when you were younger you definitely thought like and I'm going to fall in love and he's going to tick every box and we'll have kids and this that and that and everything will be perfect and blah 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 and like you know once you're in your 30s you're like oh no fuck this if I just don't want to kill him every day it's an absolute win yeah you have to you have to compromise and that's what I was thinking of a few friends that are single and I'm like girls it's not like I'm telling you you don't have to settle no but you've got to compromise like not yeah. everyone has everything that you want and yeah. like you, you kind of compromise with each other I suppose but that's it like I oh, often as well with like youthful ignorance and arrogance as well probably assumed I was just a complete catch and there were no downsides to going out with Vicky Patterson <laughs> we are catches <laughs> but, you know I think like as I've got older I've said like oh god you know maybe I'm not like a dream to go out with all the time I can't be quite cranky <laughs> she doesn't love the mornings bitches messy so all these sort of things but I think back then as well you just think well I'm fucking perfect so I expect perfection back but you you know, when we're older, we've got more of a, a realistic view of ourselves as well. Oh my God, a hundred percent. And when I look back at some relationships, I'm like, what? What am I doing? <laughs> no. Like, but you have to go through that stuff. And even your parents can't say no. And when I look back, I'm like, God, they kind of did say no. And I just went ahead anyway. <laughs> yeah, but you can't be told. Like, at least, like, I know they do sometimes, like the press and stuff, do sometimes dredge up your relationship history, Vogue. But at least, like, Every time you get in a new relationship, they don't do like a chronological or like article oh, of every failed relationship you've ever had, and like tell everybody like how you met and how everyone thought it was doomed to fail, but how oh, yeah. no. this is what they do. And they're like, and Vicky started going out with so and so in two thousand four. Everyone could see the romance was ill fated, but the star crossed. Oh, look, and you're thinking, God. fuck off! This is my pain. That's so bloody annoying, honestly. It's all right now because obviously me and her kind of been together like a nice amount of time. I think people can see while it's How long have you been together? So it'll be three years in December. Oh my God. That's a long time. I feel like it is and especially based, like considering Vogue, I'm normally fucking halfway down the aisle by now and like, (laughs) you know, engaged and shit. Meet your sister. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not wasting around. But yeah, I think I am trying to take things slow. But that that again brings me like, you know, they're having kids and I know I should probably get a bit of a move on, mate. And I think, I can't remember who I was speaking to really recently, but it at the penny dropped and I was like, no, I'm definitely going to freeze my eggs in Jan because I'm just still not there, you know, mate. Now, you, the only thing about freezing your eggs is like, because I, I actually did a TV show of women who... Um, who have kids on their own, which is amazing. But yeah. freezing your eggs, like, you're better off freezing an embryo. 
Okay, so tell me the difference between an embryo and an egg. So, for a freezing your egg is just your eggs. If it's an embryo, it's Urkan's sperm and your egg. So it's like the baby ready to go. Because the eggs don't... Are they already mixed? Yeah, they're mixed. Okay, because my so sister, my sister, in. Yeah, because okay. my sister just froze her eggs and I'm like... Amber, like, you should have just, it's like the chances of that surviving and then turning that into an embryo, blah, 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 blah. I always think that you should just, if, if you want, have the embryo. Right, so. That's what I would do. With the risk of sounding quite callous here, but like, you've got to ask the big questions. Is that more expensive? I'd say that's more expensive, yeah. Yeah, fucking more freezing, innit? They really do, like, have yeah, your fucking eyes out for this process, don't they? It's I like, know. Hmm, you want to cheat biology? You think you're bigger than Mother Nature? <laughs> yeah. Give us 10 grand. And I'm thinking, fuck off, this should be oh, a basic human right. Oh, at least fucking 10 right. grand. I know, this should I be know. a basic human right, mate. I feel like, though, I, I don't know what, like, I feel like we've all been terrified by our own fertility. Yeah. Um, I do think it's important to check your fertility though yeah. and see where you're at. So then you can make it an informed decision going ahead about what you want to do. Um, but I think all of us are just naturally really frightened by it. Like mm. even I've had, I'm on my third kid and like before I was pregnant this time, I was like, oh God, I just feel like something might be wrong. And it just gets into your head. Um, but women are having kids older like and we're geriatrics now did you know that don't even get me started it's so it's so upsetting <laughs> to hear this like I can't I must have been talking to someone because honestly all my mates are the same as yours last like the only time we see each other now is pretty much when I throw them a baby shower like it's just fucking consistent <laughs> one after the next and like I love yeah. them and I'm so happy for them and so grateful that they're all embracing this next stage but it, it is like it is starting to feel like that's the only time we get together and they're all like yes yeah, so we're geriatric mothers and I was like Shit, so I know. I'm a, I'm a childless geriatric mother. Like, what the hell? Like, so that's what prompted me to just basically think, like, shit. Like, we're not ready. I know we're not. Bless, bless him. He's so he's twenty seven. No, twenty eight. Erkan's twenty eight. Yeah. And I don't want to rush his timeline for the sake of my own and end up being with someone who probably ple- feels quite resentful that and you know weren't ready for the kind of responsibilities and pressures i already feel like yeah. roping him into getting milo some days is fucking too much for the gun i do some days i feel like dogs are harder yeah. than kids oh are they some people have said yeah. that but i'm like oh i don't know like i don't know whether you're just telling us that so i join your really miserable mother's club <laughs> they're not that bad they're not that bad i promise okay. come come baby swimming with us oh you see i love that like i love on instagram when i see like the baby swimming and like i love like you're taking them to lapland and shit like that like that I side know. out the do but you know they're like laura's struggling at the moment with maybe she's got an ear infection and it's just heartbreaking like she's just not sleeping oh. and she's screaming crying laura told us the story how she chucked a remote at her the other day and i'm like oh god my love's <laughs> like a bit of a dick but he's never chucked a remote so i I don't know like, like half of me is like come on V like you're in a loving relationship just just do it but the other half is like there are so many things telling me I'm just not quite there yeah but I kind of feel though like is anyone ever not quite like, there not, not, that I, not, not that I'm pushing you into having a baby I feel like you're never ready yeah of course like, people have said I'm not that. even ready for the third I'm like oh my god I'm not ready for this I wasn't ready for the second and then you're just ready when they arrive it's like oh well they're here now you've just got no choice have you no, you just, you just, you kind of, it's great though. Like it is madness uh, and you don't like the sleep is probably sleep and feeding them is the worst things. They're pretty big things, but, uh, Feels like, but yeah. it's, it's bloody great though. We love it. Vogue, it's been such a pleasure talking to you in part one. Will you come back in part two? I promise we'll talk about something other than kids. Okay, definitely. Okay, pause <laughs> <positive. laughs>